Good morning. How are you doing today? Are you just on your way to your work? Yeah, this is the morning traffic. It's like this every day, isn't it? Oh my goodness. Everybody wants to get to work. It feels like everybody is in a rush. Are you in a rush today? How are you feeling actually this morning? Do you feel rushed to get to work because of so many things to do? Perhaps you've already been looking at your phone and you have been looking at the emails and the text messages that have come and you realize that, oh boy, you really have to fix a few things there as soon as you get into office. Oh, and now is all this traffic is holding you up. Come on, move on. But wait a second. Is it that you have to get to the office? Or is it that you want to get to the office? Would there be a difference? What if we just pulled up here for a moment and find a quiet spot and think about that just a little while so that we can understand what is happening and why you're trying to get into the office as quickly as possible. Ah, that's better now. Okay, it's quieter here, isn't it? Let's wind the clock back a little bit until this morning when your alarm clock went. Did you hear it? Maybe you were even awake before and you switched it off. Or are you one of those persons who ah, press the snooze button and say another five minutes. And then again and another five minutes and you turn around on the other side and five minutes go by. Ah, another one. Come on, give me a break. I don't want to get up yet. It's... ah. It's too early. Ah, uh, really? Is that how you felt this morning? Or did you jump out of bed knowing exactly what you were going to do the moment you would be in the office? You see, what gets us out of bed in the morning is our feeling of purpose, that we need to do something. However, there are two feelings that are hidden behind that word purpose that is worthwhile thinking about. So, let's have a look at this episode and think about your purpose in greater detail. Welcome to this Power Hour with me, Coach Colin, your skipper on your journey in mastering your leadership. This Power Hour is made specifically for you so that you can discover something. And maybe you will discover something that you already are doing and you will have the courage and the conviction to master it in the future. It could also be that in this power hour you discover something totally new and you start practicing and using it. Or in this power hour you have an insight and you have a breakthrough and you start doing something totally differently in the future. Wherever you are on your journey in mastering your leadership, this Power Hour is for you. But before we get started, just one word of advice. Please stay safe. Your organization has chosen you to be one of the leaders to lead your team to success. That is why, if you're listening to this podcast while driving a car, perhaps in a plane, or even doing chores around the house like cutting the lawn, then just make sure that you are safe because your team relies on you. So let's get started with this Power Hour. 
Before we get into details about purpose and why that might be important, let's have a look at a few other words that are floating around in your organization. Words like a vision. What is really a vision? The vision is the ability to think about the future with imagination and wisdom, which is great because if you can have something, an, an image around the future, everybody can see where the journey is going and they can take a decision whether they want to be on that journey and join or not. Another thing that is used very often, of course, is a goal. And per definition, a goal is the object of a person's ambition or effort, an aim or desired result in the end, of course. So I'm quite sure that you have a goal as well and your team has a goal, perhaps several goals. And this is really something that you're striving for where at the end of the year you're saying, or even after a period of two years, you're saying this is what we are striving for. This is our direction. This is our ambition, where we're heading. And this is where we're going to prioritize our efforts so that we can be sure that we are reaching our goals gradually. On this way to achieving your goals, I'm quite sure you're talking about targets, where at the end of a quarter, at the end of the year, you have targets. And a target is, per definition, an agreed forecast of measurable performance. So you can judge whether you're on track to meet specific measurable expectations. And these measurable expectations typically, of course, are in line in achieving your goal. So you can have four quarterly targets, which could tell you whether you're in line towards your goal. And there might be a couple of things where you would want to check whether you're on target or not. And of course, the thing is, if you're not on target, then you might want to change your plans, change your efforts so that you can get back on target. And then there are results. Results is actually per definition a thing that is caused or produced by something else. It is the consequences or outcome of dedicated actions. And this altogether is quite confusing for people because sometimes the words goal, target and result is use sort of without being crystal clear about what is really what. And that becomes dangerous because in that confusion, you can quite imagine that the word purpose doesn't really show up. And in fact, that is where the purpose gets lost. And this is really the risk that we have. Because per definition, the purpose is the reason why something is done or created or the reason why something exists, like you and your department. So if there's a reason why you exist, then of course you have a quite a good sense of purpose. But if that gets lost because everybody is trying to achieve a certain goal and they're measuring the targets and they're following up on the results that you're getting from your actions, the purpose of why you're doing something can easily get lost. And when that purpose gets lost, that is exactly when we have a hard time getting out of the bed in the morning. That's when that snooze button feels so great. That is when that feeling, ah, oh, do I really have to get up? There's no good reason why I should go to work or even be at work early or show up altogether because I don't know why I'm doing this anyway. And that is when your work 
your role as a leader of your team actually feels more like a chore. It's a burden. It is uh, the same thing again and again. There is no reason why you are doing it. Now, it might be that this description does not apply totally on you. But how many days in the week do you get out of bed in the morning and get into work and wonder, why am I doing this? That is where you should rethink about the purpose of your role and your team. Now, others around you might describe purpose as having a sense of urgency, knowing exactly what to do. And that is correct on a higher level. And that is why it's a good idea to peel the onion, so to speak, to see what is really beneath the word purpose. So purpose is the feeling, the reason of why something exists or has been created like your department. And when you have a sense of purpose, a sense of urgency, there are two feelings that can be hidden behind that word purpose. First of all, the word already said it, a sense of urgency. There is something urgent that you need to fix, something that went wrong, something that broke, something that has a risk of losing something. And this is, per definition, quite a negative feeling. And this negative feeling creates the energy that you got to do this, you set the priority, you focus on these things and say to yourself, I got to get this done before I can do anything else. So summing it up, your sense of purpose is born out of the feeling of fear of losing something. And there is another feeling that can be behind purpose which is different in different situations. And it is when things appeal to you because they are important. And important things are things where you would like to develop something, where you would like to grow something, where you would like to create something so that what the future brings is going to be better than anything that you have today. And that would give you a sense of satisfaction, a sense of completion, which is quite a positive feeling. And versus the feeling of fear, it is like giving you the feeling of creating something famous, of being famous, literally speaking. So purpose has two sides of the coin. One side is the fear of losing, making a mistake, being criticized, being out in the open, you know, exposed. And the other side of the coin is being famous, having the ability to create something, to grow and have a better future. So if fear and fame are the two sides of the same coin, which is called purpose, on which side would you want this coin to fall on? I'm quite sure you chose the fame side, didn't you? But let's be honest, that would actually be an illusion because in an organization, there are customers, there are suppliers, there's your managers, their peers, their colleagues, everybody in the organization who have a certain expectation on you, which means there is always a certain 
feeling of losing out, making a mistake, missing something. There's always a certain amount of, I've got to fix this first before I can look into something else. There's always a certain amount of fear that you have to, that you have to calm and overcome by fixing the things that are urgent before you can start with the things that appear important to you. Have you noticed that? That you always start with the things that are urgent and you do them with the feeling that, ah, I'll just have this out of my way so that I can start thinking about the things that are important. And then coming the end of the day and driving home again, you have the feeling of, oh my goodness, I've been sitting in meetings all day. I've been answering emails all day. I've been talking to my employees all day long. I didn't get a piece of work done. That is when you're missing out on the positive feeling of being purposeful in your day, of creating something, of building something, of thinking about a better future. Well, isn't purpose then something that is equal to passion, you might be asking yourself. And that is a fair question to ask, because after all, it is great to work with passionate people, isn't it? Now, somebody's passionate when they're following their own interests, like at work or at hobbies. You realize when all of a sudden you talk to somebody about their hobbies, how passionate they become. And when you turn the subject and you talk about their work, all of a sudden the passion disappears. And it's great if you can find passion at work, because this way you will be already ahead of everybody else, because statistics so show that not so many people are so very passionate about their work. And frankly speaking, you can build quite a good career on knowing what your passions are. But purpose is a little different. You see, while passion is really about finding yourself, Purpose is more about losing yourself, and specifically losing yourself in a bigger task, something that is larger than you, something where you can contribute, literally speaking, with all your passion. And in that purpose, you can serve, you can be different, you can give, you can help others, and you're building your legacy as part of the contribution of something that is bigger than you. And in that you will find fulfillment because not only will you find joy in what you're doing, but you will also get the feeling that you're serving a bigger mission. So you could find purpose in being part of a successful company that is sustainable, that is trying to create a world and making it a better place. Don't we all want to make the world a little better than it was yesterday? Let's have a look at some facts to understand why this is so important. In a Gallup survey done in December 2017, they discovered that 85% of the employees were either not engaged or actively disengaged at work. Can you imagine that? 85% were not engaged or actively disengaged. What do you think the loss of focus, the loss of energy, the loss of commitment, the loss of 
deadlines in quality in delivery this contributes to. It is a huge amount of loss of productivity. And I'm quite sure productivity is dear to you, isn't it? Isn't your manager already asking you to increase the productivity of your team? Which means, literally speaking, isn't your manager asking you to do more with the same amount of people in the same amount of time? Of course, you could try to make them work a little harder or a little longer in the evenings, but let's be honest, that might not be sustainable in the long run. It might work for a couple of weeks, but long term? So instead of focusing on the performance of the people, or literally speaking, the lack of performance of your people, and following up on the tasks and making sure they complete each and every action, it would be a better idea to create a better feeling of purpose in your organization. And that is what this is about. Now, maybe you're thinking, oh, 85% of my team is not engaged or disengaged. That cannot be. We're much more active. Well, it depends really how you look at purpose and what the benefit would be of having a really engaged team. Because highly engaged teams show actually a 25% greater profitability. Isn't that amazing? So if there was a way to increase the performance of your team in another way, would you want to do it? You see, the increased engagement of a team is not a feeling. It is about concrete behavior that creates that extra level of productivity. And while these types of behaviors, of course, could be trained by a corporate training organization, what is more interesting to know is that the choice of those behaviors comes from the inner feeling of having that purpose. That is when employees go the extra mile. That is when the teams have a 41% reduction in absenteeism or perhaps even 59% less turnover. And just these two figures, the reduction of aptenseism and the reduction of turnover, is quite valuable to you as well, isn't it? But not only will it save you cost and increase your profitability because the people will want to do more, it also has a great impact on your customers. Because the way your employees could feel engaged and active at work, of course, it would create a certain attraction by your customers and suppliers and your peers around you. And everybody would want to join your team and support your team. And this way, everybody around you will be more inclined to support your organization, to support your people, and provide them with the help so that they get more things done than anybody else because it's just more fun to be with them and around them. So what are you waiting for? This is the moment to change your perspective. It is time to make a shift from a profit-driven focus to a purpose-driven focus. Because when you have this purpose-driven focus, you will get more motivated and energized employees you will create a delighted, loyal, and satisfied group of customers around you, which means that you will create better business outcomes. Isn't that what your manager is expecting from you? 
with the next level of performance with your team? In order to ignite this shift to a higher level of performance of your people, there are a couple of things that you can do. And I'm going to list here five things that you can start thinking about immediately. And in one of the later episodes, I'm going to get further into detail what this really means. And even further down the line, I'm going to drop you a tool so that you can have a meeting with your team so that you can develop the purpose with them and really start shifting your team to the next level of performance. What I'm going to share with you right now are five basic needs that all employees have, even you in relationship to your manager, but we're talking about your team, right? So the first need everybody has is the need of being respected. Your team needs to know that you respect them, you value them as their direct manager. And of course, you would want to help other leaders in your organization to value your team as well. The second thing is that everybody in your team needs to feel that they do meaningful work. They would want to know that they really make the difference, that they make the life easier of the neighboring department, of a colleague, of a customer. Because if they don't have that feeling, they think that their work is actually meaningless, and which means they won't put an effort in, they won't show up early in the morning or stay in late in the evenings. So you can contribute a lot to get that feedback and share that feedback with them so that they feel that their work is meaningful. The third thing is that you can make them feel that they're an insider, they're part of it. Make them feel that they're on the same team as you by sharing tasks that you have, getting them involved in problem solving and decision making, and making sure that their in their input to your strategy is perceived to be valuable for them. Because this way, everybody can feel that, okay, we are a team and we are a team together with the manager and we're all working towards the same direction. The fourth thing is that everybody needs to feel that they can learn and grow. You see, when people are respected, they want to contribute more. And which means that they can only contribute more if they have the opportunity to, to learn and grow so that they can become better by themselves. Which means it's like it's like my grandson who, who tries to get up and tries to walk and he falls over and he does it again. And now he's running around and he's getting faster and faster by the day. It is part of our basic instincts that we would like to learn and grow. Because if we cannot learn and grow, there is more, there is no development and we disengage, we get frustrated and we actually focus our attention on somewhere else. And finally, the fifth point is everybody needs to feel that they're part of a winning team. Not everybody's going to kick the goals, but everybody should feel that there is progress that is happening. It is a great team. Everybody is passionate. Everybody is supporting each other. And there is a high level of team spirit. And a lot of these five things, you can already get started together. You can, you can help them feel respected. You can 
tell them how meaningful their work is. You can make them as part of the insider. You can ask them where they would want to learn and grow. And you can already share part of that team spirit that you would like to have and create, start to create that passion around a performing team already today. And this way, you're already taking one big step forward in making a shift from focusing only on performance towards focusing on the purpose of your people and your team. Thank you for listening to this Power Hour. What was interesting for you in this Power Hour? Was it really valuable? In that case, just go and press like or write a comment. Or maybe you can even share this Power Hour with some of your peers and colleagues so that they can become a little better tomorrow. Because it's very rewarding for us to see people becoming better around us because this way our team can achieve different results and reach new goals. And if you have something specifically that you would like to have help with, why not send me a private message or an email and detail exactly what you would want help in. Because always remember, I am Coach Colin and I am the skipper on your journey in helping you mastering your leadership. So no matter what wins you have on your journey, just stay the course and stay safe and enjoy the ride. I'm Coach Colin and I'm the skipper right by your side. Until next time, take care. <laughs>